Welcome back to where heaven and earth are touching for Parshat Ki Tisa. Tis like a does from Bava Batra 73b. There, Rabbi Barbar Khanna said, once we were traveling on our ship, and we saw a certain fish upon which sand had settled and grass had grown on it. We assumed that it was dry land and went up and baked and cooked on the back of the fish. But when its back got hot, it turned over. And were it not for the fact that the ship was close by, we would have drowned. The stories of Raba Babarhana are the stuff of legend. They appear in a series of extremely cryptic, extremely fantastical adventures within the Talmud. They are Judaic literature's form of the Arabian Nights, or perhaps Arabian Nights is a literature's tales of Raba Babarhana. That said, while we could spend endless time on the allegorical meaning on any of these details and their details, I'm going to suggest that this one, which has always struck a chord with me, is about the side effects of laziness and complacency. In this story, Rabba Babrachana comes across what seems to be an island, but once a fire was burning, they realized it was actually a fish. For a fish to have become so sedimentary and languid that something would be living on it says how it was stuck in place. Yet, when something hot, something striking hit it, it was able to instantly lurch into action. Even the fact that Rabbi Barbarchona references that the ship being nearby saving it has meaning, perhaps that they easily could have gotten dragged down as well. Ultimately, the singular lesson I want to pull from this story is not how to be the fish, how to not be stationary, how to find strength that will motivate us to remain not just in action, but moving forward. In the world of geometry, and therefore in building and construction, the triangle is the strongest shape. Force exerted is spread evenly, allowing the shape to maintain and absorb the pressure. Consult your local mathematician or architect if you don't believe me. Accordingly, in this week's parasha, we find the third and final conceptual use of a Torah term, a barit olam, an everlasting covenant. The first time we are introduced to this specific language is in Bereshit, when Hashem identifies the covenant between himself and all living creatures with Noah. He marks this covenant not to destroy the world with a rainbow. The second time the term Barito Lam appears is between Hashem and Avraham, marking the everlasting covenant between Hashem and Avraham's family. Here, the physical confirmation of this covenant is the Barit Milah. Finally, in our parsha, we have the third and final appearance of this term, the third leg of the triangle, noting that B'nai Israel will celebrate Shabbat, that their week will always include a Sabbath. I'd suggest that ultimately, the physical seal of this covenant is noted later in Vayikra, when the Lechem Apanim, the showbread in the temple for Shabbat, is also identified as a Berit Olam. Today, we have the practice of Harashat Chala, removal of dough, when making our Chalot as a symbol reminding us of this offering. Therefore, the three prongs of our triangle, of our eternal covenant, are that Hashem will ensure that the world will never be destroyed, the special connection between Hashem and the Jewish people, and finally, the Jewish people will maintain the holiness of Shabbat. Our lesson, therefore, is to recognize the strength of this triangle, the way the sides support each other and create its power. By doing so, we can be inspired by each side of the triangle. We can find meaning in each component of the broader Brit Olam. And in doing so, we can remain motivated to be a part of this covenant. We can remain motivated to be an active part of this covenant. And most importantly, 
We can be motivated not to become a mossy island that one day needs to be set aflame to move. Shabbat Shalom.